0: Welcome to Keto Queries! Ladies and gentlemen, here is your host, David Robinley. Hello everyone! Hello Keto fans! How are you? How has your week been? I'm a little bit late um, on the podcast this week, but good thing I don't really have any fans. Actually, that's not true. I'm averaging at least about 30 plays per podcast And since I don't know 30 people, I'm guessing that I do have a few fans out there. So thank you for listening. Uh, This is Keto Queries, where you can send in your questions and I'll answer them live on the air. It's not really live. Um, My producer is telling me that we're not live. And my producer is also imaginary. Um, I don't have a whole lot of questions this week. I guess you guys know everything and you don't want, or maybe you think I don't know anything. Either way, I have not been sent any questions. So I just like to read articles on the internet and talk about headlines and things like that, that are keto related, or maybe a few tidbits that I find on Instagram and give shout outs, shout, shouts out, a shout out to people that I find on Instagram who post useful information. So let's have some fun. Um, I just Googled keto and on the news. And of course I like to talk about articles that pee me the F O. If you know what I mean. Um, I saw one right away where it says so-and-so slams the keto diet. Um, Who is this? Heather Dubrow of Real Housewives of Orange County is slamming it. Well, what does she know about diet anyway? Uh, She's not fat, but other than that, she's not an expert, is she? She's a reality TV star. Apparently, her husband is Terry Dubrow, MD, and they have a new diet book that they're promoting. And they're saying that the keto diet is not good. Oh, he's a plastic surgeon. He doesn't know anything about nutrition. Actually, most doctors don't. Um, I've heard from quite a few doctors that say they spend very little time in medical school on nutrition and preventing health problems. It's all specialist stuff. That's like the amount of time that I spent doing math in college. It was like one or two semesters. And please don't ask me to do any of it right now. And whatever I do remember is stuff that they, that they told me, like just basic standard stuff. So if you compare that to what a doctor learns about nutrition in medical school, it's going to be standard um, national guidelines, outdated advice, low-fat diets, 50% carbs, you know, standard American diet, not keto stuff. And if you are a doctor listening to this, I'm not trying to tell you what you learned in medical school. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm just going off of what I've heard from actual doctors talking about all the problems about um, prevention and nutrition and what they learn in medical school. So if I am wrong, please uh, submit a query. Okay, uh, let's continue on with this horrible article. Oh, it says that she doesn't like intermittent fasting either. Well, of course not. Actually, I would not do intermittent fasting if you're not doing keto because you're just going to be tired and hungry all the time, which is, I think, kind of her point. If I look if I look to the next paragraph here, um, skinny, tired people is what she's saying. Intermittent fasting is for skinny, tired people. Um, well, that's kind of true if you're not on the ketogenic diet. So... Um, She should know that that doesn't apply if you are on keto because you're running on your own body fat when you run out of the dietary fat. You're burning fat for fuel uh, when you're on the ketogenic diet. So you're eating fat and using that for fuel. If you run out of that, then uh, you don't crash and burn like uh, if you're eating carbs all day. You just um, burn your own body fat and you don't have the cravings or get hungry. As um, or get dizzy and tired, like if you were eating sugar. Um, Okay, let's see what else she says. By the way, this is published by Women's Health, and it's from an interview with Bravo's The Feast. And I'm not reading Women's Health, folks. I'm just I Googled keto news and this popped up and it immediately infuriated me. And so I thought it'd be fun to read on the podcast. Um, but if you are subscribing to Women's Health, go read it and tell them what you think. Um, anyway, th- this lady, Heather Heather Dubrow, um, she's saying that she doesn't like the keto diet. She says it's just not sustainable. Not sustainable? Since when? Like, human babies are born in a state of ketosis. Uh, breast milk is keto. We were doing keto for almost all of human evolution until about 10,000 years ago during the invention of agriculture. And I don't think the donuts were quite the same as they are now once the agriculture did start, but not sustainable. Since when? We've always been doing keto as humans, um, eating meat, vegetables, nuts, seeds. I mean, even cheese is okay, but I mean, I guess she's talking about the fact that she can't not eat carbs or she has too much temptation, maybe. She can't resist the donuts. When you're doing keto the right way, in a healthy way, eating whole foods, you're not going to have all the uh, cravings for stuff. And if you do, you can make uh, keto desserts. I mean, this is the most sustainable diet I've ever been on in my life. I mean, I cannot remember ever sticking to a diet before because most diets are not sustainable, um, especially the low fat diets. I think there's a lot of low carb diets out there too, but they're, they're not low enough in carbs to really get you into ketosis to where you don't have all the cravings. And to where you're running off of fats instead of glucose. Because um, if, if, if you don't switch over into ketosis, then, yeah, you're just going to be having low fuel because you're still looking for that glucose. Um, but if you lower the carbs all the way to where you switch over to burning fat for fuel, then it's a game changer. And it is sustainable. I mean, I can go a day or two without eating and not feel weak or dizzy. That's how, because I happen to have a lot of body fat. (laughs) Not as much as I used to, but I still have some body fat. Um, I'll just burn that off. Um, So, yeah, she obviously doesn't know anything about the ketogenic diet. But let's listen to her make a fool of herself. And by the way, I'm not saying the ketogenic diet is for everybody. Obviously, this lady and her husband um, are not fat. So whatever they're doing is working for them. But it will never work for someone who is obese and has insulin resistance because you need to lower your frequency of meals to lower your insulin and then also lower your carbohydrate intake to lower your insulin um, that way, you, you, your body can actually heal from the insulin resistance that is going on, and um, which is the reason why people cannot lose weight. Um, they're promoting this diet book called Interval Eating. She says she's against intermittent fasting, but interval eating. I don't even know what interval she's talking about, but um, it sounds horrible. Uh, yeah, she says, I don't like the keto diet. Uh, because the minute you cheat, it's over. You're basically out of ketosis and any result you had is absolutely gone. Well, don't cheat on the diet. I mean, you're not supposed to eat carbs on a ketogenic diet. It's pretty simple. Um, If you're eating carbs on a ketogenic diet, then you're not on a ketogenic diet. If you, I mean, anything that you're craving, uh, you can find a keto version of that. They even make keto ice cream now. Um, so you you don't have to make it in your kitchen anymore, even you can just order keto desserts and stuff like that, uh if you're still having cravings. So there's really no reason to cheat. But yeah, if you're if you're going out and eating donuts, then you're not doing keto. So of course you're not gonna see results. Um if if you have that little discipline. And she says once you cheat, any result you have is absolutely gone. That is not true. Um, especially if you get all the way fat adapted. If you go through the first six to eight weeks hardcore keto when you first start, then that's going to change the uh, your mitochondria in your cells to burning fat instead of glucose. And um, that's the best way to start keto is not just to like do keto for a couple of days, then get off for a day or two and like wean yourself onto keto, that's not the way to do it. You got to go all in and, you know, eat meat and vegetables, eggs, maybe some nuts. If you're not allergic to nuts, maybe some cheese, stuff like that, um, until like for the first six to eight weeks, and then you'll be fully fat adapted. And then that way, if you do have a cheat day one day or something like that, then, um, you'll be able to switch back into ketosis with no problem at all because your your body is used to looking for that that fat as fuel anyway no either way you don't lose any results that you had that's ridiculous okay let's see what other stuff that's peeing me the fo in this article um yeah okay so it's talking about their new book the dubro the dubrow diet um, where it's interval eating, where you choose when you eat, you're eating periods and you're not eating periods. That's intermittent fasting. This lady just said she doesn't like intermittent fasting because it's for skinny, weak and tired people. It goes on to say that they're not giving away a ton of details about the DeBrow diet. So it's not clear exactly how their plan is better than more established diets like the keto or intermittent fasting. Okay, well, that's that's not helpful at all. The two are also apparently practicing what they preach by following the diet themselves. Heather recently posted before and after photos of Terry's own weight loss progress on Instagram, writing dad bod to O M F G. Oh, I get it. I get it. Um, I mean, yeah, he's not, he looks okay. He's not fat, but, uh, and you don't have to do the keto diet, but don't bash it or slam it, as they say in the headlines here, for everybody, most people do need to be on the ketogenic diet if they're obese and have insulin resistance. That's the only way I know of to fix that problem. I mean, this guy wasn't really fat before. So uh, even though he's a plastic surgeon and probably doesn't know anything about nutrition, um, he wasn't fat. So there's no reason to really slam the keto diet just because you can't stick to it, lady. Oh, I'm, I'm in rare form today, folks. I'm letting them have it. I apologize in advance for causing a scene on the podcast, but I, I am in a fit of rage. Let's see what else I can find. Oh, here's another article. Oh, this one's a good one. The keto diet may, may protect against cognitive decline. Well, do you think so? Yeah, everybody knows that. That's proven. Fats are good for your brain. They, they say that's why humans have a big brain, because of all the healthy fats during human evolution. I don't think our brains are growing anymore, though, because everybody's eating donuts. But I can, I know my cognitive abilities were limited before, and they still are, but they're a lot better now on the keto diet. Um I like to use my cognitive abilities to think about how much better my cognitive abilities are. Okay, let's see what this article says. It says, ketogenic or keto diets are low-carb and rich in fat, and many people who follow such regimens do it to shed excess weight. However, a keto diet may bring other benefits too. Yes, it does. In particular, It may help keep the brain healthy and young, as new research in mice seems to suggest. Well, it doesn't just work in mice, but uh, it works in humans, too. Um, Everybody uh, who does keto is pretty much in agreement that you can think better. Not only think better, like doing puzzles and stuff, but your uh, depression goes away. Um, Or just like a fogginess in your brain where you can't think straight um that all goes away and your mood gets better when you're when you get off of the sugar and when you look at people with mental illnesses or that commit suicide it's very rarely somebody who has an awesome diet and is in really good shape like it's it's the mental illness and depression usually comes with drugs and alcohol and a poor diet and or a poor diet and then once you hit rock bottom, as far as depression goes, it's just a slippery slope to donuts and or drugs or alcohol. Which one is worse? I don't know. Crystal meth or donuts? It's a toss up. They're, they're both a path to suicide and diabetes, whichever comes first. Not to make light of that topic, but it's true. By the way, this article is on Medical News Today. Um, I'm Googling things if you're just tuning in. Um, It says, a keto diet is high in fat, low in carbohydrates, and has an adequate amount of protein. This kind of diet is meant to trigger ketosis, which is a metabolic process through which the body breaks down fat and protein and transforms them into energy, leading to weight loss. I think we all know that much. I'll continue on. Besides triggering weight loss, a keto diet may also bring other health benefits, as studies have recently suggested. For instance, one such study argued that keto diets could help reduce the side effects of certain cancer therapies. Yes, it can also reduce the possibility of you getting cancer, uh, because cancer cells love glucose. Okay, continuing on here. It says researchers from Sanders Brown Center on Aging at the University of Kentucky in Lexington are assessing evidence suggesting that keto diets may also help stave off cognitive decline. The scientists conducted two studies, both in mice. Uh, The findings indicate that keto-type diets can protect neurovascular function as well as metabolic function In general, which uh, it may help the animals maintain healthy cognitive function. Man, those were some lucky mice, right? Of all the things they they test on mice, I bet some of them are pretty horrible. But um, these mice got free keto food. Can you imagine? And also increased their cognitive abilities. So they're probably thinking about mouse stuff way better now. And they could be devising a plan of escape as we speak. And then we'd have mice on the loose with advanced cognitive abilities who are holding a grudge against humans. I think this could possibly be a movie, folks. It says the, uh, the first study, the results, you, if you ever want to look up the results from the study I'm reading, it's in the journal Scientific Reports. Um, anyway, it, uh, it looks at neurovascular function, which includes sensory and motor functions, as well as circulation. And the team worked with two different groups of nine mice each, all of which were 12 to 14 weeks in age the animals received either a ketogenic diet or a regular diet for 16 weeks. I bet those regular diet mice are just so stupid. Um, After this period, the scientists found that the mice that had followed the keto regimen had not only improved blood flow to the brain, but also better bacterial balance in the gut, as well as lower blood glucose B- blood sugar for the layperson and also lower body weight. Well, that is not surprising at all, but still pleasant to read. Take that Heather Dubrow or whoever that lady was, the real housewife. Also uh that other fitness lady uh was it is it Julian Michaels? I don't know. She had a TV show and she's on commercials. Jillian Michaels maybe. She was bashing the keto diet a while back, and I I saw another headline that says that she takes it back and that she likes the keto diet. I didn't read the article, so I don't know exactly what she said, but she walked back whatever she had said bad about the keto diet, as far as I know. If you know exactly what happened, well, then send in a keto query, and we can talk about it. But I, I think she suffered a little bit of backlash there. From a lot of people who are obviously seeing awesome results in the keto diet, um, but you know, once you build yourself up to be this thing and that's your your fitness business, it's hard to uh, change your mind. I guess when uh, new evidence comes out about a better diet, or it's not really uh, it's not really new evidence, seeing as how. Throughout most of human evolution, we've been pretty much keto, you know, just walking around the planet Earth eating meat and vegetables, which is pretty much what I eat nowadays except for the occasional keto dessert that I make on cooking with me. Um which I'm about to post another cooking video on cooking with me. If you follow that on Instagram or YouTube or Facebook, um Sorry about all the air frying videos. I bought an air fryer um, a couple of weeks ago and since then every single cooking with me video has been with the air fryer and that's because it is very convenient to cook things in the air fryer. You just put it in there, turn it on and it can cook anything and you know you know what I'm cooking today is a ribeye steak. And I will say that the ribeye steak is much better if you cook it on the grill, which is what I normally do. Um, but it, it is almost as good in the air fryer, especially on to, on days like today when it's raining. I, it, it feels like it's been raining here in Texas for like six weeks. I'm not exaggerating. That's if I had to guess, it'd be. A, <laughs> it seems like at least the past month has been nothing but rain over here. And it's really hard to barbecue because I don't have a covered patio. Um, I have a uncovered patio. And I, I go I go out there during the breaks in the rain and I barbecue stuff when I have time. But today I'm going to do an, an air fry ribeye. And if you don't feel like watching it, I'll give you the secret right now. You just cook it on each side in the air fryer for about seven minutes at 400 degrees. And it comes out medium-ish. If you like it a little bit more rare, then try six minutes per side. But, yeah, it's not bad. I'd rather the charcoal flavor, but today it's going to have to do. I've also been posting some spicy keto memes on Instagram and Facebook. Both of them because whenever you share it to Instagram, you can select the little Facebook button and it posts to the Facebook page too. Anyway, if you wanna look those up and follow me, it's the Kit Method on Instagram and also Facebook and also YouTube. That's where I post all the videos and then the keto memes are on Instagram and Facebook. I feel like I'm rambling, am I rambling? Anyway, yeah, just look for The Kit Method, which is the name of my keto program. If you ever want to join a keto program, I have one. And I'm actually revamping a lot of it and redoing some of the videos. And it's going to be better than ever. It's going to be like a three-month-long program um, of fitness and keto stuff and intermittent fasting um, a lot of body weight Tabata workouts, so you don't need any equipment or a gym membership. You can just do everything at home. And yeah, it's pretty cool anyway. It's basically the, the blueprint of how I lost about 40 pounds doing keto. And it's all the stuff that I like to do and what works for me. I probably should have named it keto something or other, but... I didn't. I've already printed the logo, so it's too late to change the name. But anyway, KIT stands for Keto, Intermittent Fasting, and Tabata. Those are like the three pillars of the program. And there are tons and tons of keto programs on the internet, but I guarantee you this is definitely one of them. Anyway, enough about me. Oh, I did see another article... I don't have it in front of me, but I, was, I saw it on Facebook, I want to say, and it said that sea salt has plastic in it. Um, it's like there's so much plastic in the ocean that it's coming up in your sea salt or something to that effect. I, I don't use sea salt. Um, I guess it's good for you, assuming it doesn't have plastic in it. But um, I use the pink Himalayan salt, which is not sea salt. It's uh, It comes out of Himalayan mountains, I guess. Like, wherever all this pink salt is, it's like in the earth or the caves. I don't know. I don't know where it comes from. It's pink Himalayan salt. Anyway, it has a lot of minerals and electrolytes in it that you don't get from table salt or sea salt. Um, I... I I think sea salt is better than just regular iodized table salt because that's just unopposed sodium with a little bit of enrichment of iodine. Anyway, don't ever eat that stuff if you can help it. Instead, get the, uh, the Himalayan pink salt. And also, um, truffle salt and Celtic salt is also really good. But um, I just saw an infographic on Instagram And this one is posted by zestforlife.wellness. Shout out to zestforlife.wellness for for the cool Instagram uh, post about salt. And I'll read it to you. It says Himalayan, the Himalayan pink salt contains 84 essential minerals required by the human body. It's 85% sodium chloride, 15% trace minerals. It's a good source of magnesium in which 80% of all individuals are deficient. It promotes a healthy pH balance of the cells, helps regulate blood sugar levels, helps regulate the body's natural sleep cycle. And on the other hand, the common table salt is a purified process that involves recrystallization at over 1200 degrees Fahrenheit for all of you Europeans. Um, 97.5% 97.5% sodium chloride, two and a half percent additives, depleted of its natural minerals, includes anti-caking compounds, and likely contains iodine or iodine for all you Europeans, and/or is fluoridated, fluoride, fluoridated, particularly in non-U.S. countries, for all you Europeans. And I could not have said it better myself. So thank you. That's a shout-out to Zest for Life's salt meme or infographic. Is it still a meme if it's not funny? I've just been posting the funny memes lately, or at least I think they're funny when I make them. Um, maybe if I posted very helpful infographics with actual information I would have more fans but until then I'm just going to keep on posting funny memes here's another helpful infographic that I found on Instagram this one was posted by the ketologist shout out to the ketologist it's called the power of avocados um uh, Avocados are rich in potassium, vitamin K, vitamin C, vitamin B5 and B6, vitamin E, folate. Uh, The nutrition facts are uh, 15 grams of fat, 9 grams of carbs, 7 grams of fiber, so that means only 2 net carbs because you subtract the fiber, and 2 grams of protein. Um so the fat it's mostly fats 2 grams of protein 2 net carbs the rest is all healthy fats which is good on the ketogenic diet um avocados contain antioxidants lutein and zeaxanthin uh, it's also high in fiber and it makes you feel more full Avocados contain more potassium than bananas. That's what I was going to say. Everybody uh, thinks that bananas are full of potassium. Uh, bananas only have like 300 milligrams of potassium, which is hardly nothing. The, the daily requirement is 4,700 milligrams of potassium. And not to mention, the bananas have a ton of sugar in them. So it's going to do more harm than good, if you're, especially if you're trying to be low-carb. Um, avocados on the other hand have, uh, close to a thousand milligrams of potassium. If you get like a large avocado, um, the smaller ones probably have over 500 milligrams of potassium. The larger ones have like 900 to a thousand. I would say, I guess it just depends how big your avocado is. That's what she said. Okay, here's another little infographic I see on Instagram. This one is posted by Keto Beats Ed. Shout out. It's an article that says, The current diabetes epidemic is on track to affect one in three adults in the U.S. by 2050. Artificial intelligence will be critical to identifying who's at risk and developing the most personalized treatment approach. I think the article is about artificial intelligence, but uh, the main headline there is one in three adults in the U.S. will have diabetes by 2050. And that's scary. I know I was on track for diabetes before keto. Uh, I was a what they call a pre-diabetic and I had high blood sugar and I was obese and high blood pressure. You know, all of the different Health markers were right on track for getting diabetes in the near future. Um, it takes like thirteen years to develop diabetes or more once you have insulin resistance. And it's because it's such a gradual thing, you don't really really realize it's happening. but you might not even be overweight yet and already developing insulin resistance. Um, If you are eating a standard American diet with the fast food and the sugar and all the carbs and, you know, the kind of stuff that I used to do. Um, (laughs) And then, yeah, you start you start uh, getting a fatty liver, you start getting belly fat, you uh, your insulin is spiking over and over and over with the frequent meals and the high carbohydrates uh, over time, you develop insulin resistance to where you can't lose weight, and it, it's just—it's it, bad news. It's a path to diabetes, and that this article is disturbing but not shocking. Uh, one in three people will have diabetes by 2050. I totally believe that because why not? Look, look at look around you. Everyone's getting fat. Everyone has high blood pressure, high blood sugar, and we're all on the way to diabetes. But not if you're doing keto. It's impossible. I don't know about impossible. Yeah, I I, I don't see how you would get diabetes doing keto if you're doing it the right way. Uh, You keep your insulin down with the diet. And then if you add intermittent fasting, um, that will keep your insulin down even more, especially if you're doing a short feeding window like four hours That means you're fasting for 20 hours a day, so no insulin spikes for 20 hours a day, and you're going to not only do all kinds of really awesome hormonal changes in your body, but you're just going to heal and give your digestive system a rest, give your insulin um, and hormones a rest, and uh, boost growth hormone instead of insulin. You're going to induce autophagy, which is recycling of the cells. And it's like an anti-aging process if you do intermittent fasting. So um, that's the way out of diabetes, folks. Uh, That's the best thing about keto for me is not just the weight loss, but it's just the fact that I don't have to worry about getting diabetes and I don't have to worry about cancer. Um, Not to say that I can't get cancer ever, but um, it's very unlikely because I don't eat sugar. And I don't have any of the health problems that I used to have with the high blood sugar, high blood pressure, um, obesity, you know, insulin resistance, and all of the different side effects. So... That's a load off. Anyway, I think that's it for today. I'm almost at 35 minutes on the podcast. So that's, I I shoot for half an hour, which I think is a long time, especially since no one even sent any questions. It's called keto queries, folks. If you have any keto questions or topics to talk about, find a way to get a hold of me on the social medias. Just look up kit method. The Kit Method on all the social medias. And um, if you'd prefer to email me, support at kitmethod.com. Yes, support at kitmethod.com. I never email myself, so I had to look it up. All right, well, till next week, I hope you all have a keto day. Thank you and good night. Podcast with-